The views of the hosts are only their personal opinions. Any possible opinions by the guests are also theirs. Some content may be sensitive to the listeners. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome back, everyone. It's me, MJ. It's me, Kyle. And it's Fred. And with our own special guest, Tris. Hello. What's up, man? <laughs> Welcome to the Three Stooges podcast. Yes. <laughs> Fellas, we made it. We have guests. We have more guests now. And it's actually a dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> and most importantly, it's a gamer. Oh, yes. <laughs> Mr. Gamer, can you introduce yourself? Hello, hey guys, I'm Tris. Um, I'm 22. I think I've been playing games since I was 8. Um, I like, I play all kinds of games. And I told myself I'd quit playing games when I reached college or high school. Never really <laughs> happened. I think I got more into That's a it. fucking lie, yes. Yeah, but other than games, I also like anime. I listen to music. So, yeah, that's most about me. You need to know. Hey, that's cool, yo. Atsu, what was the first video game you played? What was the first video game I played? Hmm, let me think. Do you count arcade games? Yeah, for or... sure. Yeah, yes, of course. Because there's still yeah. games. Okay. For sure. Well, the first game I played was this game called House of the Dead, if you guys know oh, that. Which one? Oh, which shit. one? Yeah. Yeah, the second one. I think it was the second one. It, the one in Time Zone. You know, that, that oh, yeah. The one yeah, where like, the gun that. looks like a skull thingy and like oh. you shoot. Is that the second one? Yeah, yeah the first yeah. one because it's an Uzi. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, that was the third one. Is I, the I haven't, I, I don't think I've seen the third one. <laughs> 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 the third life, one was the shit. My whole life. The third one is the shit, man. Not gonna <laughs> lie. As in, you actually pump the shotgun to reload. Oh, that's cool. Never play. Ah, god damn it. So it was like House of the Dead was like my first game, I guess. But mm. in terms of cons, in terms of like console or like handheld games, mm-hmm. I think my first game was Mega Man. I think. Oh, On, like, oh, yeah, Mega respectable, Man. respectable, respectable. I'm thinking. It's a Game Boy Advance. Yung mga ano, yung uh-huh. the red and si- yung mga red and silver Game Boys pa because I remember I didn't even ask for a video game or like a console to begin with, but Grandpa just came home from Hong Kong and he was like, "Just then take these," and he gave me two Game Boys and I didn't know what to do with it. Wow! So yeah, I I just played the games that were on it. So it was like Mega Man, and then there was like that's a very cool Grandpa. That's a very very cool really, Grandpa. He's really really cool. I remember one of my first consoles in was a Game Boy Advance SP. And I think my earliest memory with that Game Boy was having those 356 games in one cartridge. (laughs) (laughs) Like like it had Mario, like three different types of Mario. Um, It had Tetris, of course. And it even had... um, was that the, the circus game? The the I forgot. I I definitely played that. That sounds so familiar. Yeah, it's <laughs> it had such a familiar jingle, I swear. It, it's still stuck in my head. It's it's yeah. like Tetris levels of jingle. Damn. I think I played something like that and 
appropriately, it had 500 games in one, but most of it were just Tetris variations. <laughs> As in, my Tetris 1, Tetris 2, Tetris 3, poor but Tetris isn't, men. Yung ba yung mga, ano, may plug-and-play style, the ones you plug on no, the TV, actually. Na AV cable? No. Mm-hmm. Since a Game Boy yun, ni. Eh. Ah. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, okay, okay. I I know that the ones that you get in the pack, there's one um game on it then you could pick yeah, from yeah. selection. Yeah, yeah, yung yung Matri 100 yes. plus in in one cartridge. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's one of my earliest uh memories. Tapos, But at the same time, I think I think uh, I also had Yoshi's Island sa Game Boy ko nun. But, oh, yeah? but the thing is, I don't know where the cartridge went. And I've never gone past like the second boss or something. I, I forgot. But I think I was, uh, I got really creeped out by one of the bosses, which is like a blue slime thing and it was so it was so smooth like it was not digit it wasn't like pixely moving it was like it was it felt like very smooth like the animation i was like what that's so creepy <laughs> smooth creepy animation yeah wow. dude it's like uncanny valley for young mj <laughs> <laughs> okay oh, now, what what nice was game. the first Like console you guys played, um, other than like oh, the Game Boy, what, what, actual what, console? Ako PS One. The PS One was the first thing I ever played. Kasi nalako ni, parang pumunta na kami ng Gobbins Galleria. Tapos bigyan na lang yun dad ko. Dinalaw sa dinalaw ako sa department store. Kasama ko mawko. Tapos bigyan na lang Kylo. Ato kasi kasi ano you're a good boy I'm going to buy you this kasi wow. nako pa pa ano yan it's a PS1 PlayStation 1 so parang ano yan basta pag-uwi natin tatry natin and when we went home kasi little Kyle little Kyle's mind was so blown hmm. kasi look at all these pretty colors and pretty pictures in the screen And I can actually control all those pretty pictures on the screen. Yeah. And that's why I love gaming so much. Because I found, wow, I can control everything. Yeah. And that was awesome. Cert- certainly, there's a player agency. Nga. Yes. I, I recall, yeah, there, like, in addendum true. to that, since PlayStation 1, mine was PlayStation 2. <laughs> and and mm. I honestly do not recall how, or, or like the... When I got it, I just know that one day, a black tiny box just appeared under our TV, and my dad was like setting it up, like like plugging it in and and all that jazz. And bro, I, I even forgot one of my, I think one of my first games there was like this really obscure spy. It was like a spy racing game. Spy Hunter. Spy Hunter, ba? Spy Hunter. That's Spy it, it Hunter. Was, it was like sobrang. Oh, I think it was Spy Hunter one or two. Basta it had like a blue background on the on the disc. <laughs> That's exactly it, Spy Hunter. Oh yeah, it is. But dude, man, like it's 
it's not as vivid, of course, as, as now. But oh my god, just just seeing this really cool-looking car just breezing past all of these things. Then like there are dials that are filling up because you know they're speedometers, etc. It's like little MJ was so overwhelmed. And then, of course, with with a lot of the different games that I had, I also got exposed to other things. Because PS2 was also <laughs> the time where I was introduced to Grand Theft Auto. GTA, GTA is one of the top tier games, Barney. Yeah, dude. In my opinion. Like... Getting my hands on Vice City at first, I think it was Vice City talaga. Was I, oh, dude, I think Sam. that I was I never got a copy of it on the PS2 because I played it in like computer shops just like around the street, like Vice City, Liberty City, I think along those lines. I I just like oh damn, it's so cool. Look, it's it's a pink triangle, and if you go there, it starts a it starts a whole cutscene. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the guy with the uh, Sando? Uh, no, that's San Andreas. Oh. That's San Andreas. Uh, San Andreas. My son is a uh, blue Hawaiian shirt guy. Yeah, yeah the guy with the Hawaiian shirt. Blue okay. Hawaiian shirt guy. Uh, Dude, Vice City is the game that taught me that main characters can't swim because I always tried that's to swim and he didn't <laughs> want to swim. So I thought, hey, maybe I can't swim too. So you know, like that messed I mean, me up. I mean, I'm <laughs> so existential crisis. <laughs> yeah. Because you know the funny thing, that haban yun alam ko sa. Kasi nakita ko yung beach, eh. kasi de ba you know, Vice City was in the 80s, tapos Florida, mm, tapos Brooklyn. Yeah. Kasi so, sabi ko, oi, magsu swimming nga ako. Like little me was like, sige nga swimming nga ako. Kasi swimming eh. Just be like, oh, what's up, gata? But but tumawala yung head ko. <laughs> and suddenly he just drowned. Yeah. <laughs> But then they hit us. Oh. They hit us with the San Andreas, though. They hit us with the swimming, no. the jetpacks. Like, bro, the moment I Everything. got my hands on San Andreas, I, I I still didn't know the concept of franchise or whatever, or, or I just wanted to play a game. And I don't know one yeah. way or another. Somehow, I got my hands on San Andreas as a little kid. <laughs> on the on my goddamn PS2, and bro, <laughs> it has taught me things. <laughs> I think that was my first actual brush. I, I I remember I vividly remember playing the mission where after uh, in the mission where you visit the cemetery, the early early on, where where you're being yeah. chased by the ballas, I think, and you're on bikes. And then yeah. after you follow like Ryder in Sweden and the others to like uh, below a highway or something, dude, like, I I think I remember one of the characters saying, like, speed up, motherfucker. <laughs> and bro, bro, oh my that God. was like... <laughs> after that, little MJ was never the same. <laughs> yeah, dude. Legit the same. Did I not talk to Mumbai? GTA. <laughs> it was the first place I heard 
Fox shit and all that <laughs> dropped casually. I think my fondest memories of GTA San Andreas, because even I got my hands in that game as a kid. Mm-hmm. I think and I played like, a lot of people on this. Yeah, the thing with that was, yeah same. Here's what, I, here's what I have to say for that. Um, triangle, triangle, square, circle, X, L1, L1. Oh my god. To get a jet, uh, a jet in the game. I still remember how to do it because I, I thought myself, like, I can't keep looking at the the house PC to get the cheats because I would print oh, out the cheat codes. I print and print out the cheat codes too. And the thing was now I would print out the whole site. So there would be a whole site. Yeah, there, there would be like mga yeah, five dude. pages na empty. <laughs> Jesus and, Christ. And there are a lot of cheat codes from like getting a helicopter to yeah, five star, five star to, one uh, um, Making everyone look like uh, gangsters or Elvis Presley. Yeah. My favorite cheat was to oh, get like infinite health, infinite money, infinite like oh. stars. Hesoyam, Hesoyam, Hesoyam. Ah, Hesoyam. Yeah, that's PC. I, I've never, di talaga ako, like right now actually I am playing San Andreas on my laptop. But bro, it, it it's not, it really ain't the same as like playing it back on the PS. So, like, whenever, oh, oh shit, uh, the right, I'm like over at the Bollywood signs and I have to go to Big Smoke over there in the ghetto in Grove Street or, you know, a little bit away from Grove Street because, you know, you know. <laughs> but in terms of like, yeah, any other like best game in your opinions, like, since we're on the topic of like top tier oh. games, what was the best okay, wait, game for the PS2 or like overall? Because for the PS, okay. for you guys, yeah, for mm. you guys, in your opinion, all time, all time, that is tough. Mm. It's not the best game I've ever played, but it's like one of the games I remember the most, and it comes close to the best game I have. But I really want to mention this. WWE Smap Now versus Raw 2006. Oh, on the PS2? PS2. PS2, PSP, man. Both. Dude, that was where I was introduced to wrestling. I think that's where I knew Randy Orton, Kurt Angle, Batista, John Cena. My fondest wrestling memories were because of that game. Yeah, really. Very good, very good. Let me top you on that and tell you my favorite wrestling game was SmackDown vs. Raw 2003. Now, 2003? That was called SmackDown vs. Raw 2003, Here Comes the Pain. And basically, ah, here comes the favorite SmackDown vs. Raw ever because everything was so over the top and all the moves looked like it hurt. And parang, it was so advanced for its age because the, the engine could actually run for you going to different parts of the map or like the the area and wrestling there, so you could wrestle like in the the arena, backstage, and, and even go to time. That's true. Yeah. You know what I missed about that game was the special. Referee. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. I don't know that one. It, I loved it when I could just randomly switch in music the the uh, the opponent and as a referee. As a referee, <laughs> I could get away with it, and I could like fake counts. You know? No. Oh like, yeah. You know the cool thing? That's exactly what Shawn Michaels would do. Yeah. And that's what that's what, what makes a good wrestling game. Right. You can do anything that you imagine would happen in an actual wrestling match. It's so crazy. What is good about that is it's 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 the best blend of 
like an arcade type and of simulation. game and yeah. a border real, realistic yeah, that's true. type. I think the only problem the game had was that Goldberg and Brock Lesnar were too strong. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's exactly <laughs> how it was in 2003. Well, that was true though. In 2003, they were monsters. But if your opponent picked them, they basically almost won because they were just like one hit and you're like almost like wounded or bleeding already. <laughs> and it's called realism. <laughs> yeah, it's there called <laughs> bowing down to the meta. <laughs> but actually, like short, small, small tidbit. Since I've played multiple, I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys do. I've played multiple um, SmackDown versus Raw games like over the years. Not in recent times, of course. But yeah. I think I stopped when I stopped when the PS2 stopped. Like. Anything after that, I haven't really played it. But one of my one of my favorite things, whenever I'm switching out discs or like I'm going to the next game, seeing the quality of the audience go up. That's true. Like starting oh, yeah. out from literal like cardboard cutouts to actual very basic, um, non faces. Non faces even. It's just like, but I just the little things talaga. It's like, oh, so this is the next game because. Instead of 2D audience, it's a 3D audience. <laughs> like it's an actual person. Right? Yeah, even though it's like what uh four sticks in a in a rectangle and then a square for a head. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but you know, like baby steps. Uh, look, look what happened now. Yeah, of it is. But uh, I'm I'm actually still updated with every. WWE. Yeah, that's respectable. It's a fun thing to watch. If I recall, 2017 or was it 18? It's pretty okay. Pretty good. Because it had like everyone. Mm, That's true. I think. Yeah, the roster was. Yeah, I think it was like 2017. Yeah, Yeah, that's what makes a good game, Deba. If everyone's there and it's. That's what that's, that's, that's what happened with Smash Ultimate. <laughs> yeah, but, but uh, how about you, MJ? What's like the best mm, game in your that's opinion? That's a tough one, honestly. But if I'm like held at gunpoint, I will have to say hands down, the man himself, Hideo Kojima's Metal Gear Solid, the whole franchise. Metal Gear Dude. Solid. It's crazy. <laughs> Very speechless like, to begin to describe. You can make a whole episode went. or episode or three just to discuss what's in each game. And bro, it's like it's, mm, having been able to play at least, sadly, not not all the games, but I was able to play four as my very first game. That was the, honestly, it's quite ironic that my introduction, my beginning into the franchise was four, which is technically David's end. Yeah, it was the finale. Yeah, by by all means, it, it was the finale. And bro, I played that game to death. I've done so many repeats. So many playthroughs. I even did um, some exploits of like uh, soldiers infinitely respawning. So I'll just like uh, keep getting their their guns and selling them off to uh, Drebin. <laughs> like, dude. This, oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. of course, back then, like my first time. 
it was just like, oh damn, this is such a cool game. It's a it's a stealth action game, and the guns are very uh, close to realistic. And oh my god, like it's so chock full of detail. And bro, I can look. That's true. Look, my body can turn it to concrete because of the octo camo. <laughs> and oh, yeah, octo camo. Yeah, it's a very stealthy game, and actually. Too. Well, the mo- yeah. Now that I think about it, like, what really amazed me was I played the game first, not when I bought it, but when I downloaded the free demo on the PS3. And I was just literally blown out of, like, blown out of the water. My whole brain was just, bro, this is what the PS3 can do? And <laughs> imagine, yeah, imagine getting the whole game. game. And, and it's bro. What, was, what was painful was that after I played that, it took me at least like two years to, before I got the actual game. And it was when it when it uh it was a PlayStation Greatest or PlayStation Hits when the when the, when the price oh, yeah, went yeah, down. PlayStation hits, and yeah. dude, I I don't. I mean, of course, I, I was like still young back then. It was still my parents' money. But, bro, that game, it, of course, I didn't fully, fully understand what it was trying to say. But as, as a youngin, but dude, it left such an impact. As a young MJ. And, bro, okay. <laughs> like, it is, bro. For, for a short anecdote, no, like, short, short man, side note. The first actual boss, si Laughing Octopus, bro. She taught me what fear meant. <laughs> she literally <laughs> taught me yeah, what is horror. Or at least the, the creepy type of horror. Because it was like a, a decrepit yeah. old, uh, I think, research lab or facility ni Naomi. And like, bro, like she can, she can be anywhere. And I'm so like weak because she's like so creepy. And, like, bro. I think... It took me a long while, like at least three months, to muster up the courage to finish. To finish. To, to get finish over it. <laughs> the boss. And my God, my God. And then continued pa, when like as the years went on, when I was able to play three, when I got five, I I wasn't able to finish much of two, and I haven't. I sadly haven't touched one. You haven't finished no, MGS two. No, sadly no. Dude, you should. It's I know game. it is. Then it gets deep in the end, bro. No, no, no. It gets uh, deep. Don't worry. I have I have YouTube to help me with that. I I just have <laughs> to say that at least younger for younger MJ who did have two, who was able to play two, um, the learning curve for the for the isometric gaming for the isometric angle, like top down instead of like in third person over the shoulder. Na nasanay ako technically because of like Call of Duty. I not Call of Duty. The, yeah, the fourth, it is yeah. weird. The fourth, the fourth game. Call of Duty is a different story altogether. And just four. It's a but different game. Not. Yeah, we will mention that a lot later. But how about you, Tris? What was the best game in your opinion mm. to play? That's also a toughie for me because personally, I like a lot of single player games and. There's a lot of really good single-player games out there. A lot of them to mention. Like, starting from the PS2, there were games like Shadow of Colossus. Oh, yeah. There was, um, 
Shadow of Colossus, like, oh man. Like Last of Us, there's Witcher. Like there's a lot of games, but I think for me, and this is my own bias, but I really right. just love Persona series, like as a whole. Hmm. I think that's my favorite game of all time that I've played. And also probably for me, my best. Because I feel like, because I started with Persona 3 on hmm. PSP. Oh, so and I'm, FES? Ah, P3P. P3P, yeah. FP3P pala. Yes, I played that. P3P. FPS on PS2. Yeah. Yes. So basically, I played that first, and I was super drawn by like the whole dungeon, the, the Tartarus system of climbing dungeon, dungeon climbing, the mm-hmm. whole getting to know people through their personas and basically becoming stronger as a person and as a persona user through building bonds with other people. Yeah. It was like super deep yes. for me, and at the same time, yeah. as a person who sort of like major struggled with like talking to people, it sort of gave me an idea of how to like. Like talk to others so that it was such a thing because oh, like that's true i like i like a lot of the aspects for it i found the personas to be pretty cool they i are. found the concept of the game to be cool like the you literally shoot your head to like release a persona that's yeah, so dude. wack like yeah that's so true. edgy like, <laughs> it was so edgy. it was pretty edgy for the time like like i feel like with personas they're very like for the persona games that come from like Persona 3 to Persona 4 to Persona 5. The way they summon their persona is always so unique. For 3, it was the gun. For 4, it was the actual like tarot card. Yeah. For 5, it was literally ripping, ripping your face off. Yeah. Ripping so off cool. your mask to release a persona. I found it all so like cool. And at the same time, it was always like showing a part of who you are. So I really feel like that game was the best for me just because it built up who I am, especially also since it affected probably affected also the course that I chose in college because I chose a psych course and, you know, Persona, it's very, sort of rooted. It's very psych. It, it has, it's rooted in Jungian psychology. Yeah, like, Jungian. With um, archetypes, with shadows, Persona, and everything. Yeah, I really just found it all so cool. And at the same time, the stories are always so interesting for me. Oh, with three, it is. The three story was interesting. Four story was interesting. Five story was interesting. Even Royal and like the rest. And I also played, by the way, the PS2 version. I had the what? What's that called? When you have a when you have that thing where you can play it on your laptop. Uh, I, I, emulator. Oh, yeah, an emulator. I had an emulator. Uh, so I played the oh, PS2 yeah. version of Persona on my laptop, and it was super fun too. Yeah, Ooh. I just really enjoyed Persona the whole. Four. No, no, Persona 3. The, oh. the, no, the very was, first one or FES? The very first one. So like, ah, okay, okay. There was one cassette where you could choose, like, the main, main choice card to start from the beginning or something like that mm. in Persona. So, like, I, I played that. That was fun. Yeah. Actually, speaking of Persona, I remember how my very first time, like, I actually played the Persona game was... Like OG Persona One, and, and interestingly enough, that it was the port into the PSP, because there was an actual port that not a lot of people know of, and this was like back in the heavily inspired by Shin Megami Tensei days, when you could have, I think, more than like five team members in like a grid. Like grid type battle, it's it's still, um, it's still turn based, but 
it's like it pays more importance of like placements of people like if you're gonna get closer or not i think it's still blurry i <laughs> this is persona 2 right? no no persona, persona one. one like like persona the, one the yeah. one where you one, start one. off the yeah. game and in, in like a weird weird ass and uh again in the school i think it was a weird ass school and everyone's yeah. like everyone's like are you sure about this uh or uh is this uh are you uh, what are we even gonna do uh, this is again do not uh <laughs> this is not in verbatim i i have a very bad memory and this is very long time ago <laughs> Yeah, I think with that persona, their support system or like their social, their social system, there, social link, their yeah, social, social link system rather was more close to like fire emblems in the sense that if you're closer to each other, I think that's how you bond or gain points. If that, uh, if I'm correct, I I, I wouldn't know because I was young. All I all I know is that oh look, it's a it's a snowman looking thing that says he ho. Let me kill it. <laughs> Jack the Frost. Yeah, Jack Frost. <laughs> Why would you kill Jack Frost? But then, but then first, you know like at least even the, in the first yeah, game, persona. it introduced like negotiating with personas. Oh yeah, and that yeah, was yeah, so cool for me. And like, it's been so long. Like, I, I haven't, I didn't play two, which is severely underrated. I, for all our listeners out there, if you can play it. Uh, uh, legally or legally or otherwise, please do. <laughs> uh, please do. Like, uh, it is. It deserves enough praise. Like, it, it deserves more praise. Yeah. For, for, uh, actually, Persona One's been forgotten. Sadly, the older yeah, yeah, Persona. Every time before Three, imagine I'm Very much. Three was when it actually started to introduce more style. Talaga, like it. They tried. So yeah, sure. they, they tried to amp up the not just the story but also how it's presented. Like you can obviously see how they they went as they also went what of <laughs> color theory, or at least like uh, using color mm-hmm. as a theme for their games. It is so we have. So, it's in, it's yeah. so blue. Yeah, three. It's blue. It's the midnight hour. I. I haven't finished it. I only got Stop. until yeah, like, yeah. the second boss before I had to do other stuff and I had to put it in the back burner, sadly. Four yeah. was my wonderful, like I haven't I didn't I have never played four. I have oh. had, I have never played four. I've only like one of my favorites. Let's plays and like let's plays and playthroughs because I didn't have, I didn't, I couldn't find a copy in the PS2, and I didn't have a PS Vita to play Golden. Oh my gosh, Golden! Sadly, Golden was an. Ex- Golden is good. Golden yeah. was so good. I love the 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 true ending is such a whack to unlock. Okay. Very so true. To unlock. And the thing with like Golden, rather, it's like, for me, Golden was the only reason why I would have wanted a Vita. <laughs> That's the only Damn. I mean, I mean honestly, <laughs> Persona, it's a, it's a really good... Like, they, it's polished, bro. Like, yeah. you can say that they do, like, milk it, but there's a reason why people still buy into it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I'll even play the games like Persona Q, Persona Q2. I play those. Like, 
the ones on the DS and yeah. the, and the Switch. I, Those are I'm sorry, the, the DS. Them, like third hand, but I never really like delve deep on like, oh, what's the story? What's the lore? Oh, uh, in the second <laughs> one, it's like cinema. Wow. But but like back to that, it's it's I think it gives credence as well that I think that there was a bit more effort put into the translation and localization of three onwards. Yeah. It is. It yes, right. was when they really did start to stray away from the Shin Megami Tensei formula. Cause like if I recall either I think four or five is like the very is the only time where Shin Megami Tensei is completely removed from the title. Yeah, for for yung wala na Shin Megami, it's a persona na lang. Yeah. And it's kasi mas ramdam si persona. Oh, it's a whole separate thing na uh, for Golden ah, for mm-hmm. the for the PS2 version of Persona 4, it's still Shin Megami Tensei, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, maybe it's a five. Yes. It's a five again na like, on the yep. mainline game na, na in, it's a standalone Persona game talaga. Yeah, but they're all good honestly. I think with the Persona stuff, we haven't actually delved upon their music or like the OSTs on it because they're all so good. It's, it's yeah, it's very underrated very and B it fits, three, four, five. It Ooh. fits every single game. Like I don't know like I'm not sure if they have like one sound direct like music director, sound director for all of the past three games, but whoever the person responsible is for three, four, and five, whoever they are, along with the artists who have uh worked hard to make the OST, dude, it just fits. Like everything just fits. The hip hop in three, the more the more medley style of four, and then the very jazz, uh, jazz inspired. I think it was uh, acid jazz or acid funk. Acid, basta yun. Inspired Dude, jazz yun ng four, ah. Yeah, four is very jazz. Four, but then five, bro. <laughs> Freeform jazz. <laughs> if you were, if you were to rank like the person, oh, in the games, I, how I'd very be unreliable. I'd be very unreliable. Like honestly, lang I'd be very unreliable to play to to give that because I can probably only say one game is my top, and it's because I've been playing it for the past week. Yeah, I think if for me, uh, because I'm biased towards the music that they had, I'd actually put like four three five R. You know, four three five without the R because I don't really know where to put R either. But like, yeah, four three. Four three five for me, or maybe three four five. Cause my, cause I'm really biased towards the earlier personas, cause they were just so fun. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, because people, I don't know. I think some people would put four as their lowest, but for me, it's why? Like, I don't know. But like, I like cause of the music of four. Yeah, I think that's really... like one of the biggest reasons why I like it. Cause I like the popular versions of like the yeah, yeah, that's what I noticed. I, I, I didn't. I really, I couldn't say I really earlier, like four. four very poppy, very poppy music. Like, thank you for, for, Dude, thank you for that. Four is a very positive game. Quote unquote. It's all about good vibes. Quote unquote positive. I mean, sure, may mga, you know, you know, a certain part that happens there that I don't want to mention because like, it's a spoiler, but hmm. like, if you remove that part, it's such a happy game. Legit. 
Just look at the color systems yeah, of the games and you'll see it. Yeah. It's so yellow. It's, it's so yellow. Happy. It's essentially the color of happiness. Sunshines and rainbows. Dug dug pa. Bro, no lie. The opening songs. Oh my god. For, I'm sorry to to five, but four, hands down. One of, if not the best persona openings. Especially golden. Woo-wee. That opening just mm. And it's yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go. Ako naman, when it comes to like best game, the thing that comes into mind is Call of Duty. Oh, bakit? Like the number one thing or like I was introduced oh, to was Modern same. Warfare 2. Cool. And I yeah, and I'd consider it like one of my greatest achievements because I oh, actually found the board there. That's a flex. And... Uh, <laughs> but yeah, with all the game mechanics and on the online servers and like compare it to the online servers of the Call of Duty now, it's very top tier. To I, 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 I can agree with that. I can agree. Agreed, sir. Is it, to be honest, <laughs> COD... Peak of COD. Because COD peaked Modern Warfare 2. Tapos medyo bumababa na siya after that. Kasi Battlefield became better. But now, Modern Warfare is a new peak of the series. Kasi legit, it is a genuinely good game. The new it's, engine helped so much. The new engine has added on to like the amount of effort they actually put into everything. And that amount of effort reached to the point where you need like 200 gigabytes just to have the whole game. But what I think is what Call of Duty is why Call of Duty is popular is because of the realism, not the whole futuristic Ah, they have. People have been asking for that. Like. They, they released Advanced Warfare, they released Infinite Warfare, and all of those. And it just flopped oh, after. hated flop Infinite after Warfare. I said, boom, I said, instead of Infinite Warfare, they went to Battlefield. Yeah. And people played Battlefield 1. Too. I said, Battlefield 1 has to be one of the best Battlefields I've played. Oh. I swear. Here's the thing with like, Call of Duty. I think my favorite experience in Call of Duty was. I mean, I won't. I mean, I agree with you guys that COD sort of peaked in MW two, but you have to admit, COD was still going strong all the way until Black Ops two. Black after Ops two. two, Black Ops two. No, yeah, that's true. It went, it went down after Black Ops two because after that, so, people started to float. You know, yeah. start to float, <laughs> jump around. Sure. Suddenly, I'm shooting someone that's flying in front of me in multiplayer. So it's weird. Yeah. I will say though, Actually, like just a small note. Black Ops 3, in, immensely interesting and experimental storyline. Especially if you know a certain sure. secret, like a certain Easter egg that is canon, that changes the whole in thing. the very start of the game. Yeah, and it just changes the whole thing. But, okay, going back, I love Black Ops. It is like my out of any COD game, na hindi <laughs> the current modern warfare. Out of any dude, to game, Black Ops 1 and 2. Oh my god. Dude, that's true. Black Ops 1, as in yung, the way it played, it was, it was parang a bit 
more polished than Modern Warfare 2. Yun napansin ko. Mm-hmm. Like, Black Ops 1 is essentially just a cleaner game compared to Modern Warfare 2. Because Modern Warfare 2, as funny as it is, you can't deny it's broken as fuck. Because yeah. everything in Modern Warfare 2 was broken. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't play mod, uh, Modern Warfare? Or... Mod, that's Mod 2. Mod 2. Yeah, mod, mod, uh, MW2. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think what pissed me off also when you did the prestige, you had oh, to no, do sure. everything again. Yeah. Like all your weapons, all your attachments. Everything gone. is gone. That's, that's, that's the price of the prestige. That's the price Uh-oh. of the prestige. Honestly, I think in those CODs, like in MW3, it was crazy because there was until prestige 20 or something. Oh, prestige. yeah. And I, and I remember back then, I was yeah. actually prestige 13 or 11. And actually, nice. and and the thing was, you actually have to go through eighty freaking levels to to freaking prestige, so that was something. But yeah. I think what what we failed to mention, and I think this is my favorite part of COD. Okay, not it's not even surprisingly it's not multiplayer, which I actually really like. Is but it, what I love most is zombies. Zombies, bro, dude, that's true. So many good yeah. memories of that, dude. When when it was like from Nazi zombies, like where there was no perks, it was just you trying to camp on the top floor, defending <laughs> the grenades and the in the entrance to, yeah, to having the catwalk increase, to having um many so many different memories like the the train in basically when you train around in Kino's theater. Oh my god! Oh, Kino did dude. Kino did Black Ops one, bro. Black Ops one. Me and my friend, I would always like hit up my homeboys from school, like back in grade school. I'd hit them up and they'd come to my place because we didn't have like reliable Wi Fi or etc. But like split screen so we just split screen local co op on, on like five, which is our my personal favorite. Oh, oh dude, five's a good map. It's man. you're I playing just, at five fi- as Fidel. Fidel Castro, John F, JFK, Kennedy. you have um, McNamara, I think. Yeah, McNamara. And then uh, I forgot the other dude. The other dude, uh, Sidick, I think. Uh, uh, no, uh, Sidba. <laughs> Richard Nixon. I Nixon. Yeah, Sidick. Yeah. Yeah. That's a Richard Dick. Dick. When it's Richard, you hear your nicknames. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's something about it. it. it we've, we've kept playing it to the point that us grade school, we can, the, the opening scene with like, I remember we that. memorize that. They're coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive your enemies, but remember their Not- names. You bomb species man. Don't say for easier lives, my friends. Pray for, pray, pray to be stronger for... men. Oh yeah. my God! <laughs> the very last like part of that scene, yeah, you have like, um, McNamara with dual Uzis, fucking oh yeah, with a dude, that's gun. True. Fidel Castro with like, I don't know a grenade launcher or something. But they they were decked out in like, yeah. they were in Pentagon level shit. But you started with like, oh, <laughs> a pistol, and you, and I'm like, come on! But you know, we still played it. We weren't good at it, but we still played it, and we loved it. Dude, though, you know, listen. One thing that makes Kino better 
is if you trigger, if you do a certain trigger, 115 will play. Oh, and you I know what 115 is. If you know, if I you know love you that know. song. But Dude, it is. You in in five, the song is by Eminem. If you unlocked it, what? It's it's won't back. Down. Really? Yeah. yeah. This. There is. Yeah, that. for five. Yeah, you have to find all the red telephones and click them all at the same. Uh, click them, click them in the game, and and Eminem will come out and he'll sing. Damn. Damn, yeah, I even I don't Easter know that. I'm like, <laughs> pitch it up. Damn, I didn't know. Hype. Dude, every map in COD and Keen and like Black Ops actually had Easter egg songs. Even the DLCs like Ascension, um, mm-hmm. Shangri La, all of them had like theme songs, and all of them were generally pretty good. Damn. Especially Kino Fives. And Fives was Eminem, pa. That was that was solid as heck. You Damn, know, bro. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're generally like they're not so hard because you just have to Google the locations of certain things. Like for oh, for, for you know, it was finding cert- certain moon rocks. For um five, it was red telephones. And for to this day, I still memorize where all the red telephones are, where all the moon wow. rocks are. We would Dude, like so we just fun. wanted to like get past ten rounds, Mark bro. Like, Dude, like, same. like three grade five kids. Just wanting to get past round ten. I think, I think my proud my proud moments in zombies is that, I mean, I think for Kino my highest was a hundred and ten for dude for five it was no for five for five I don't Damn. count it because we did an exploit but in five we reached hundred and fifteen, but then that doesn't count because we exploited so basically there was a dude who was able to stay on top of. The teleporter in five, so basically nothing could kill him. So zombies were just dying in front of him. So like, so yun, so parang we reached round one fifteen because we left our like PS three open and played, you know. And for ascension, my favorite. I think we reached seventy or eighty. Like it was fun, but at the same time, you know, it was the kind of like runs where you're like, oh shit, oh shit, it start. I started the day in the morning. Now it's freaking morning again, you know. Because a hundred is a a hundred takes a long time to do. Not it is. I mean, yeah. you notice your guns really just don't do anything. You're like hitting them with like two sticks at one point. Yeah, like <laughs> when you go past, I think yeah. that's what you call 20 a grind or like thirty. Yeah, twenty. Like yeah, even 20. pack a punches don't matter no more. Even the rain, yeah. the thunder gun don't do anything at that point in time. They just blow them away and that's it. Yeah. Dude. It but is. then on, on the topic of pack up punching, bro, if my my close second, it has to be town from Black Ops 2. Like, oh, like town is my like me and my the same friends, it's our favorite one. Because fact is you can pack a punch at round one. Oh, you just got it. And the thing was it's so cool because there's actual progression. I say you can and be like, oh, I'm gonna kill. We kill these boys, and then a pack a punch, and I'm like, dude, goddamn! Like, as someone who has never been able to pack a punch in Black Ops One, yes, I admit that you can shout that. Like being able to have <laughs> at least a taste of it in in town, like since it's just right there in the lava pit, like bro, oh my guy. counting pack a punch what about the mystery? We'd, we'd play, me and my friends sometimes we'd like uh, jokingly bet like oh 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 after this the pa- the mystery box is gonna it's gonna be teddy bear and mystery box is gonna be inside inside the bar. 
Yeah, and we'd, we'd go around betting, like, oh, it's gonna be in the bank, bro. <laughs> you fucking hate that. Listen, you you saved up so much points. Stop a steady bro. Yeah. <laughs> But it's the, uh, no, the, it, the signature, the signature black ops. Kinda is. Zombies, zombies, right? Zombies are like, zombies related yeah. Easter egg. Yeah, called zombies. Yep. Ata, zombies diba? Easter that eggs thing. are probably the most iconic Easter eggs in video games. Yeah. Like, dude, the first zombies, yung, yung sa World at War, that was, a, that was an Easter egg. Like, like, to get it, you have to, I know, get to the, you I'm have to diba? get to the end of the credits. Yeah. Oh. Some credits that my abut mo. Oh, damn, dude! I really love zombies. It it really gave. Uh, I mean, I, it, technically, it's just the it's just the game of survival, really. Yeah, I mean, it, it is, is, but it's so addicting. It the fact that it's in a COD game and it's against zombies, and though honestly, complicated as hell lore. In it is like very complicated. Like there, there, little to no retcons. Sa alam ko, there are there exist retcons in the universe. Yeah, but that's because there's actual time travel. Yes, and it's like, bro, (laughs) it's cool though. Like, I'm not sure if they're really, really my effort with the lore, or they're just literally throwing anything. And they're just making it more complex. <laughs> they're probably In, either one or the other, honestly. Like it's a surprise that my story on Nazi zombies because it literally just started as just here's some zombies kill mm-hmm. them. Just by Black Ops two, my story nasa. Yeah, but like some Black know. Ops. Wait, no. It's not my story. Some Black Ops one. Nazi, alam ko. My story is Iranian. My story is Iranian. Nazi zombies. Even Nazi zombies is part of the lore. If I recall correctly, well, everything is supposed to tie. Yeah, I think, I think, I think. I the, the, the good thing about the zombies thing is, yeah, there is a story yeah. and there is depth mm. for it. a survival game. Then a deep story, like wow, like you wouldn't expect that. Yeah, and it's it's a survival game with like so many like precise things to do, like. It's one of the few survival games na mainstream that introduced other things rather than, you know, survive. Like, you actually have secret quests that you can do <laughs> as long as you just keep, That's true. keep on going. Dagdag pa, pagdating ng Black Ops 1, especially in Kino, they're totem, like, it's very, yeah. like, lore-centric. Like, why are you in, like, are, are you, like, in a... Or in Berlin, I think? Or basta in, in a theater in in, Britain, bro. in Germany or something. And then... Uh, it's probably near there. Yeah, it's prob- I mean, in, you can guess from the name, it's probably in Germany. But yeah, dude. COD, for sure. COD is very fun. Because it's... It is. I mean, yeah. And we, we were talking about it. We're obviously... We had fun. And... As much as people shit about <laughs> yeah. it, it's a fun it's game. Because it's a lot more yeah. casual, I'd say. Or, or it is. It's a very it, casual I'm game. Not, it, I'm not saying it's a... Oh yeah, it is a casual game, but not because it was designed to be casual. It's designed to be fast-paced. It is. Because it's very... 
it's very die go back in die go back That's in true. and usually most maps are medium to small size for for it the is. most part like for the older games at least even in current modern warfare dude but these are modern warfare but, you know, there uh, are small maps yeah but, i mean come on ground ground war war zone yeah ground war but they expanded yeah. in ania palace yeah ania palace and especially yeah, uh, yeah, the, the advent, advent of battle royale like, games which introduced games. All, all, like similar styles to like team deathmatch fast paced type of games because the moment you die yeah you're dead but you can go to another match afterwards you don't you don't have to can I wait ask? out the whole game okay go along what do you think of battle royale games because so brought some books recently yes. what, what do y'all think about it they're a lot of innovation is needed and for sure they are some of the games are dishing out personally apex is really good talaga apex yeah for me it's still the best it's still the best it's a literal sleeper it dropped at like february or something yeah, like, like a year ago and and no, no announcement no, like, no announcement no trailer no hype it just dropped respawn just said here have a free game it's polished it has actual like it ha- it's within the element uh, within the world of goddamn titanfall yeah and you know it's free <laughs> it's a free it's battle free. royale which for, for the low low price of free and the thing is na, it's i think now for uh out of the uh, out of the other battle royale games like PUBG, um can, can you say black ops 4 i don't think you can say black ops 4 i think that's uh, no that's but, illegal that's illegal blackout died fast bro yeah for sure no nagredi some war zone wala na wala na si yeah of course blackout. but um among them like you know PUBG, fortnite and apex dude apex really caught caught me off guard of how polished it is mm. as well as how how much effort they put into the game like you can have banners you can you don't just explode into loot you have to actually manually loot it from their, <laughs> oh. from their so. from their death boxes and it's like it. my god i've spent a good year a literal good year just playing that game i've i've gone through i think seasons one to four or or didn't not four like three one to three i've never bought the battle pass sadly but i was more of a casual player no man but dude that's the same but but yeah for me it's apex yeah, fair enough. followed closely by <laughs> you don't get a game as polished as apex legends on launch unlike other games yeah did you release palang maayos na siya it's really just like, like rebalancing. Yun lang. Yeah, but still, it was a smooth, fun-to-play game on release. It was. You don't get those kinds of games and, today. And it's free, pa. Diba? And it's not pay to win either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, you don't even have... You don't have to pay a That's single true. cent. Like, really, it, it's pay, you just pick it up pay and to play. look good. It's pay to fashion, really. To look better. Yeah, but I think... I, I think that's the good thing about that. Because 
if you're just gonna do it pay to win, only the rich yeah. or like the <laughs> people who invest more is <laughs> gonna <the> win. <laughs> it's not even gonna be exactly. It's 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 yeah. not even gonna be skill based War anymore. War Thunder. Oh, War Thunder. That's, <laughs> the, that's the airplane but game, yeah. right? Airplane tank game. Ah, yeah. But yeah, it's nice that it's like that. Yeah, what about what do you think about battle royale? I think of battle royales. Well, I mean, I like Apex, but I think one of the my gripes with Apex is it took them too long to release new content. I swear, I had the only new characters that were out for like a for like the time that I literally went from level one to like max level was Caustic and Mirage. That was, that was actually true. That it took them so long before they actually started introducing new things. And then the map was King's Canyon for oh, like almost felt like a year and a half almost. So like I get that the game was super polished when they got it. Maybe it was polished and stuff like that. And they were patching here and there for OP characters and stuff like that. But I really wish they in- included something more, you know. Like they only started including new guns like down the line, like super down the line, or new characters down the line. For me. I really just I I loved the game. Not gonna lie, like I was a wraith, a dirty wraith man who would uh, be the like dizzy, who tried to one v four squads because my L one was broken. Would try to because my shadow, my my envy was basically broken because it was like seven seconds to go full invisible. Yeah, you know, and like I'd have a wingman and I'd just one shot all the Gibraltars, the Pathfinders, and everything because wraith was pretty good back then. But then yeah. the thrill went away. The thrill went away when I was just doing the same thing over and over and over again, and it felt like there was just like you know, That's like, true. Map was, so the gameplay loop was making itself more apparent. Yeah, so like it, it's yeah. not. Like, yeah, yeah, like you know, like okay, someone's mm-hmm. gonna jump down from here soon enough, right? Or oh, maybe this will be where they rotate, and like it gets tiring. Like this sounds like such a winner talk. Well, it gets tiring sometimes to win. Sometimes you just want to kill people along because you've won a lot enough already. Like you just wanna you just wanna kill people along. But then you know it, and that gets boring too. So there you're you're stuck now with that. But overall though, like I have good things to say in a one about battle royales. It's just I for me I have a hard time playing them when I'm alone because I like playing battle royales with friends. Yes, because for sure. Because you can, because you can derp around. Like in Warzone, one of my favorite things to do before was to strap the hum, the the what do you call it, the Humvee or whatever it is with the Humvee, yeah, with C fours, and I drive it into an enemy and blow it up. You know, and that was always so fun. You know, or like strap the helicopter with explosives and let an enemy take it. Mm-hmm. Then you blow it up. Like it's it's really like there's like a different like way of playing. You know, you get me. So like yeah, I, I think. You. I, and here's my thing. Here's my take on something like this. I think COD was going on a downward spiral ever since they in- introduced like the the whole futuristic stuff, right? And they were trying to recover it by going back to boots to ground action. By yeah, go- World War yeah. Two. By World War Two, but World yeah. War Two, the pace was just too slow. Like it was just weird. Like it, it kind of felt weird, but at least it was still boots to ground. So it was like okay, kaya hoto. And then That's Modern true. Warfare. It sort of revived it, right? Like, oh yeah, this is good. This is a good game. This is a good game. And then, and then you see that they added this thing called Warzone, and that got people back into playing COD again. And COD suddenly it's like, also free. And it's free. It's free, yeah. For the low, low price. For, the, for people who don't own the actual game, it's free. It's a free two hundred gigabyte game. 
Yeah. And it's still free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. But and the thing and the thing with all that stuff with like it being free was that because it was free, right? People suddenly wanted to play COD again. So I have friends who literally didn't have the game. Didn't have they the full the game. game. They bought the game after they played Warzone because they actually wanted to play multiplayer. And mm-hmm. honestly, if the servers weren't shit, you know, like they weren't uh, the servers, the servers don't exist because it's it's skill based matchmaking. Yeah, like if the servers weren't bad or if the quote unquote the servers weren't bad, I'd definitely see myself playing this even harder. Like you know, because in a BR in a BR of Warzone, ping matters a lot. Like yeah. if your opponent has ping than you, his snipes are gonna hit. His his shots are gonna register more. When you drop shot, he'll drop shot faster. And you'll just wonder there why he killed you. And then the 20 minutes you spent looting to get your loadout all gone down the window just because it lagged. You yeah. know? But it's it's very frustrating. But at the same time, as a whole, I find BRs fun. Even Fortnite. Even Fortnite was fun for me. It yeah. is. But then I got introduced to Apex. So. <laughs> yeah, Fortnite was very but then, because of the um, building system. It, it detracted too much from like... The essence of battle royale, which is, you go around and you hunt people down and you survive. That's true. I, I, honestly, I didn't like the idea. Nah, if I, the moment I shoot someone, if it hits or not, they turn into a three-story house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Five-star hotels. Go they're gonna have like a parang parang bell upside down bell sa taas para they can go around and like, That's true. I, I, I didn't play it as intensely as Apex of course I, I loved Apex more than Fortnite it's just na again it's it detracted too much from just the plain simpleness of just shooting people yeah it's weird when you know you have to build like that's not how Battle Royale is because <laughs> like but my complicated building system. This isn't Minecraft. <laughs> like, um, for the people who enjoy it, of course, you can enjoy whatever the hell you want. Yeah, Hold on. But just for me, just, if I'm gonna shoot people, can I just shoot people? Yes. But I'm gonna, it's like, that's what I, was, I that's personally true. was doing. But then speaking but of, yeah. Of course, like people like Ninja, um, and I don't know. Ninja, Doctor Disrespect, Dr. Disrespect, Ali A. I think Patishi Shroud. I'm not sure. Like, but, but, but no, Shroud, Shroud played it heavy. But Shroud is God. I mean, <laughs> Shroud is God. But I don't think Shroud played Fortnite that much. Yeah, I mean, they Apex yeah. Yeah. But you know, well, here's here's the thing with those guys. See, because I actually kept keep up to date with those kinds of streamers. So like, Doctor Disrespect and Shroud, they played. Um, Fortnite, but then they also shared your same gripes where Shroud really relied on his aim over his building because Shroud's That's true. While Doctor yes, didn't really like the whole like, oh yeah, I'm gonna keep in this box, so I'm gonna edit this, edit that. And of course, he got frustrated, right? Because Doctor Disrespect just wants the linear, oh, we're gonna fight, we're gonna fight. It's a straight up gunfight, there's no wood wall, brick walls, or like metal, metal like wall, whatever metal wall. But Ninja was was all for it, you know. Like Ninja liked it, mm. and certain other streamers also blew up because of Fortnite. Oh, yeah. So I'll give them. Mm, but yeah. well, it's also because Fortnite is, I mean, hands down, it's the most child friendly of the battle royale. It is. is cartoony characters, um, very wacky, zany um, visuals. 
And you're like, yeah. dances. Even the Bro, dances. every kid is will, dancing to Fortnite. I will say this with pride. I can dance the default dance. Okay, where's the default dance? Who's the question? Ah. No, I, do, I don't know. No, no, I do not know. Scrubs, bro, scrubs. Ah. Hey, porque yeah, just because you're an aspiring doctor. No, 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 no. You should know it. <laughs> no. It's not because I'm a doctor. It's because I watch no. TV. I completely deny yeah. your, your logic. But yeah, like you guys mentioned the building and stuff. Like, I also never got the popularity oh, no, Minecraft as Fortnite? well. Fortnite? You know, Minecraft well, was... Okay. As, as someone who has been playing since 2012, uh, but sadly, <laughs> rest in peace, my account got hacked like a couple of months ago. Oh, dude, that's so... I'm, I'm trying to get it back, oh, but okay, sad. back to the actual story. I think the main thing about Minecraft is that there is so much potential and beauty within its capacity. It is. Within just... The simple six faces of a block, and you can make so much things there. Yes, like it is one of the defining sandbox games. You can do almost anything, and when like uh, when mechanics such as redstone came in, actual engineers have like built built actual yeah. like calculators <laughs> and like other things within it it's simple but the mechanics within it can be used to such a great extent that is true and within its simplicity as well it it lends itself to modding it lends it lends itself for community engagement talaga yeah I like, agree. have you seen the kind of stuff people would make in minecraft no, it's crazy. It's crazy. It it's crazy. Very like, crazy. Some people would recreate whole cities from the game. I mean, whole cities, like New York and the, and that stuff. And and only using blocks. And it's like, you know, it's that's why for me, I really like Minecraft more than Terraria. And it, uh, uh, bar, barring the obvious bias, na I haven't played Terraria, <laughs> but. Oh, but Terraria in itself, it's a really good adventure game. It's engaging. But, it is. But you can also beg the question, can you make a calculator on it? No, <laughs> yeah. No, you can't. You know you can. Like, it's, I don't know. Like Probably way back then, it was a very small game. It was a simple idea. Just blo- Everything was blocks and you mine and you craft. You dig up sand, yeah. you dig up dirt. You punt. One of the first things you probably probably do is you punch a tree with your hands <laughs> to get wood. That's true. But almost almost everything from there, it's, it's like from both the the uh, advances of each update as well as the engagement in the community with the mm-hmm. friends, like the, the legitimate friends that you can make in multiplayer in servers. Yeah. It's a sandbox game, so you can literally fuck around and do anything. That's true. It's just it's it's beautiful, honestly. It yeah, it's it very is. beautiful. When Minecraft was released, it was legit just a survival it game. Really the people realized we could make so much shit out of this yes. game. Out of all these blocks. Yes. And so Minecraft blew up more than that. 
Kasi legit ha, feel ko if Minecraft wasn't such a, didn't allow this much creativity, Minecraft would probably die. It did it die mean, before, before it could even reach 2020. Yeah. 2015 even. Not true. It's just, it's, it's one of those, like, no lie, one hit wonders that are still hitting. It is. Like, oh, I, like um, putting Notch aside, Muna, the, the creator, like putting him aside, Muna, the game itself, like, it lends itself to you. And is. it's just amazing, honestly. I, I wouldn't know. It, it certainly helps a lot with how I, like, talk with people in terms of, like, you know, internet etiquette, um, being uh, being uh, a like, mayabang or being mapagbigay or something like that. It's really cool. It's, it's uh, the community is really cool in all of. It. Yeah, like the modding community of Minecraft is the reason why Minecraft's so alive. Ah yes, the mods. Like, that's a, that's a whole can of worms, honestly. But yeah, that's what I think in terms of how. Like it really got hyped, because it was one of the few true sandbox games. It wasn't just open world; yes. it was sandbox. It wasn't like Habo Hotel, which is a sandbox game. But legit, what what else do you do other than like what get money? Then like saying the pool is closed or something like that. Pool's closed. Pool's closed. But really, it's one of the very few games that, within its simplicity, it it expounded. Into, like, just community. Yeah. And the game is just alive. Yes, That's it's it. very. I am really sad that I can't play it legally yet. I am trying to get my account back. I really am. I still have my online <laughs> receipt from 2012. That sucks, dude. That you lost your account. But I still have my receipt. I have proof of purchase. They emailed it to me back in 2012. I am a dedicated player. Even though I had my own hi- uh, fair share of hiatuses, I still like love the game for sure. Well, I think yeah, it's important to have yeah. hiatus here and there, especially when yeah, it's yeah, for sure. a game that oh, you yeah, sure. no, play. That actually, that's the thing. Like when a video game allows so much player interaction because I feel like, like if a game's just you know it just lets you do stuff it's not gonna be a very fun game because you know it doesn't engage the player mm-hmm. but when it makes the player push more as in it gives tools to the player that allows them to do what they want it give it makes for a very good game because you know they like the player is in control and it allows them to have fun with it mm-hmm. Because if it's just you playing, I mean, sure, it's fun, but it's not going to be very engaging. Kaya baka mabore yung player after some months. Yeah. But look at, say, ano, yun nga, the WWE games that we mentioned a while ago. The reason why they exposed so much, because legit, it allowed so much stuff. Like, everyone wanted to see, siguro, John Cena and The Rock fight. Ah, yeah, yeah. That was before The Rock returned. Through WWE games like WWE 2K6, it allowed players to fight The Rock versus Johnson. It allowed a lot of people and players to live out fantasy, and exactly. and not only Fantasies, that. Fantasies, yeah. Fact is, na 
a lot of these things, like within games, they just aren't. They're just like the the realization of so much different types of media. Like oh, personally, I mean, as a gamer, I'm biased, pero gaming in in general, it's it's like the perfect balance of music, of 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 agency, of literature, of screenwriting, of of visuals and art in general. Like everything is there. It's present. Yeah. Like look at Skyrim. Because mm. Skyrim was released like I don't know more than five years ago. And it's it lends itself into the role-playing nature. It's a it's a fully fledged RPG game through and through. You can build however you want. You can be the typical stealth archer. <laughs> or, or you can be, you know, uh, I don't know, a uh, two-handed mage or some shit. Mm, it's, that's true. I think now one of the main reasons why people do keep coming back to games, or the replayability of the games, is also based on how much content the games have. That's true. Let's say you can say something like simple as Minecraft. It's, it's uh, back then, the thing was that it was very bare bones. It was just trees, leaves, probably some pigs here and there. But like as it grew and more content kept being added to it, and it's still being added. I'm, I'm excited for the Nether update personally. It's there's a lot of things for people to play with. Dagdagpa mechanisms that they can play around with. That's true. That's true. But how do you gauge like the replayability of a game, especially when you're, let's say, you're playing mm. a campaign game or like a single player game? Won't it get like it predictable to mm. I guess it's just based on what type of player you are. Because for sure, there are completionists out there, talaga. Like, Total. like full on. I will like platinum trophy or just get all the achievements in this game or I will get every secrets in this game type of person. And for them, that's really fulfilling. It's, it is. But then on like the general basis of replayability, it's, it's based, I think, for, for the typical first player game. I think it'd be con- like... How much more can you provide the player post game? That's true. Let's say you can have something like uh, Final Fantasy fifteen. Like, yeah, it's a bit controversial. Some people love it, some people hate it. But the post post yeah. game is crazy. It's actually crazy. We even without the DLC, like the how how uh, the different the different dungeons are like so well hidden and how fucking hard they are it lends itself to more replayability or at the very least just keep playing the game just engaging yourself in the same gameplay loop that's true that's true um now transitioning the mind so since we talked about like the best and the most replayable games what was the for most forgettable game 
Bro, like, with the worst game. Go ahead. Hindi ko alam kayo. Ah, ikaw, Tris. For you guys. Yeah, okay. I think, because this is off the bat of what I just remembered from playing it. Who knows? Because I haven't given the game another chance yet. But I, because for me, I like to buy games as soon as they're released, right? Oh my god! So I feel like if you release a game, yeah, it has to be, or it should at least be, it's at least if it's not a beta, already almost at its best version or at close to its best version, right? So I like that. So there are games that prove that to me, like Last of Us was already good at as when it came out. Witcher was good when it came out, and then I come across games like Mass Effect Andromeda, where. Mm. Where as soon as I played that game, it just felt like it was like a clusterfuck of fuck ups because, like, so much buggy stuff was happening. Um, I had to drive a piece of shit car everywhere. I had to freaking go. It was admittedly, it was not, it was not uh, Bioware's A team. Salam ko. Yeah, it maybe yeah. it wasn't their A team that worked on it, and it clearly shows. And then here's the thing, right? So like the 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 in-game mechanics were so bad. Like it would ping you an area where the mission is, and you go there, and there's no mission there. And then you're like, what's happening? <laughs> and then you Google it, and then you're like, and then people are also complaining about it. Where's the mission here? And then some people have the mission, and you don't have the mission. What? Now you're confused. Now what's happening, right? And then then it's the shitty car that you have to drive around, and like. The maps were so weird. They didn't feel good to explore the open world. It was like a failed open world Mass Effect. That's what it felt like to me. That's and, so sad. And the thing was, maybe they were just trying to hop on the open world train by like, you know. Yeah, they world. probably were. And here's the thing. Like, I, I would appreciate it if it was an okay, like a decently made game. But like, at that time, at that time, uh, because I know, I heard they improved it already but at that time it on, was really on launch, shit. yeah on launch it was so shit and i think that was probably one of like my most painful playthroughs because i was like playing through it and it just didn't feel satisfying at all. i finished the game I, I i think i finished the game but it wasn't satisfying at all okay to play. okay for me hands down completely i, I did not finish the game anymore and I'm glad that he didn't pay a single cent for it. It was Beyond Two Souls by Whoa, oh, that's a hot take. by David Cage. That's a hot take, bro. That's a hot take. Beyond Two Souls is a David Cage game. Okay. Meaning that you can either take it as a very engaging, interactive video game, or you're playing a movie. <laughs> like you can see it as two ways. I see it as the former. I loved. I love Detroit, but it is. oh my god, oh my god! Just... Playing through fucking Beyond Two Souls, especially with its original timeline, like the not not the director's cut or whatever, like the, the like uh like the chrono- chronological timeline, but but playing it normally. Because I thought, when I first got the game on a PS Plus as a free game, I was like, oh, damn, yeah. Listen, I played the demo of this game back in the PS3. Sure, I'll take this game out. It's like, it's fun. It can be like a ghost or whatever. And I played it. And I don't understand why they ever thought it was a good thing to do. To, 
to put the timeline or at least the original game the game the original game's timeline to be okay i am now a 21 year old and i am a secret agent and then in the next goddamn chapter i am an eight year old <laughs> okay. playing with fucking letter blocks and then in the next chapter i'm a 17 year old on like escaping from prison or some shit and it's all the same character and yes i get that they're trying to like be trying to be like oh uh, these these are like the different aspects of this character's life wow ellen page is the main character wow. but no fuck no i i would i it was a mistake that i played it in the original way they t- intended it hands down it has ruined the game for me if if anyone out there is gonna play the game uh, especially if it's on like if you got it or basta if, if you are oh, if you are getting, getting it for free right i now. highly implore you just play it chronologically i'm pretty sure things will play out way better like way way better because there's an actual like it lends itself to you of like after this chapter, it's the next chapter, and you're slightly older now. And then after you end this chapter, after you end this chapter in a goddamn cliffhanger of you about to kill someone, you suddenly you're back to being a two-year-old. Like, come on, yeah. bro. Oh, that's hassle. Like, really? That's hassle. The story really? makes no sense no, that way. The story is broken. It's literally broken. And I think na yung na. The, I think it's called the director's cut or whatever, whatever. But the chronological way to play it, you should go for that. You would probably have a way better time than I did, because no, that sucks though. Because ibayong vision ng directors, a vision ng ano? I, no, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't producer. want to know. I don't want to remember. I don't, I don't want to remember the the the, the, the names for things. I just have very vague things, I, very vague memories now, because I wanted to kick it out of my goddamn head. Because I was so there's a reason I was complaining the entire time. I was when I I was talking to my friend while I was playing it on my PS4. He was playing like his own. I think he was playing Doom or something, and I was playing uh, Beyond Two Souls. And then the whole time. Hands down, I was just complaining about the goddamn game. <laughs> okay, I'll go get back to you on that. Oh, go just in a chronological <laughs> way. It's, it's, I'm pretty sure it would be a much better game. Or at least much more consumable. As opposed to like, it's, it's like you're going from point A to point B. And then you're, you're suddenly back to point C. And then, uh, <laughs> the story goes okay. everywhere. Yeah, that can be confusing. And it's by chapters, pa. So yeah, I think that it 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 would be b- much better if you played it in chronological uh, fashion. Mm. But like, it's it's uh, the original intent. The original uh, timeline, quote unquote. The original timeline already ruined the game for me. So like I just deleted it off my goddamn PS4, never, never to touch it again. It's just there on my purchased <laughs> so PS Plus. Like goddamn, I swear. But yeah, that's my very. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> this is my rant for that fucking game. <laughs> I felt it though. I felt it. You know. 
Wala eh, kasi... Ikaw, how about you, Kyle? Yeah, you're lucky. I don't have... Worst. I make sure I play games that I will remember. Yeah, that's lucky. That's smart. Legit, huh? That's smart and lucky. Kasi ayoko ng games that I would be bored with. Like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, dude. And that would be a waste of money. It would. I don't like wasting money. That's and, true. Ikaw, Fred, what's the most forgettable game you yeah, play? Yeah, or at least most disliked. Ako kasi parang... I had I had ah. high hopes for World at War 2. And especially when I played World War 1 and a World at War pala. And the difference especially kasi yun nga ma-campaign mm-hmm. na kong guy, uh, gamer. And you'd see the campaign in World War 2, it's number 1. It doesn't really it's it has no sense in terms of like actual war and second it's super bitten for ours like it only talked about 20% of 20% the western front yeah it's not even any front like there wasn't Really, even a definitive end began to the, the bridge campaign. of rem again tapos tapos na oh parang okay tapos na cutscene na lang and that was very frustrating for me especially cuz i'm uh, i'm a very interested war historian if i say so myself so it's, it's very frustrating for me to like play through that and it's just gonna oh, cut off. Bro, like you that. want a game na ano, maganda na World War II na maganda? Brothers at Arms. Oh, Brothers yeah. at Arms. Damn. Dude, play it. That's it's a good game. Fun. It's like, check it out. It's on the PC. Legit. Right, it's so it good. It's fun it's, to uh, play it with a friend too. Because it's really. I like it playing solo because, you know, it's more tactical solo. Oh, legit. It's a ta- it's a tactical first person shooter. Okay, <laughs> play it. Worth it, cha. I swear, you will enjoy that game. Ooh. It's right, hard I'll though, it but out. it's good. I I remember this one. Um, it's an indie game. Uh, it, what it, game it's is World it? World War. It's I think it's I think it's the Great War. Uh, Verdun. No, I I think it's. Uh, ah, Valiant Hearts. I think Valiant Hearts, yeah. It is. It's Valiant Hearts. Valiant Hearts. I was free on the very, PS Plus. It's it's very. I, I wasn't able to get it on the PS Plus, sadly, but I know that it's a very it. It's very tongue in cheek when it comes to how war is seen, talaga. Yeah, but it's emotional. It's a very yeah, emotional very, game. Very not emotional. Lie. Even for a a puzzle adventure game. That, that yeah. takes place in the Great War. Like, goddamn, it's really, really. It's a surprisingly deep game. Yeah, I really like that. Like, it's one of those uh, diamonds in the rough, I swear. And in general, a lot of indie games Ooh, remain okay. to be like undiscovered, talaga. In terms of, like, as you know, yeah, it's indie. It doesn't really have a dedicated triple A publisher. And like, yeah. Honestly, it's it's kind of sad, especially it like is. some games that really like it's overflowing with innovation and ideas. Like personally, one of my 
like hands down favorite indie games that it doesn't even have like real action it's called it's this little game called Valhalla and if you know it my god you are you are you, you are you have taste my good sir and for those who don't it's fine because this game is is the best when you just enjoy just experience it for the first time it is one of the very few that i know that that is proudly 10 out of 10 in steam wow 10 out of 10 it, uh, the full name is okay. valhalla cyberpunk bartender action bartender action yes it, and the thing is oh, now, what a title! The whole game, you are just a bartender. You don't, you don't like take part in some sort of uh, revolution. You don't like go out into the streets and be your own main character. No, no, no. You are, for all intents and purposes, a background character for the for for the whole world just happening around you. You are a bartender. You're listening to people's stories. Regulars would talk to you. You, they would um, ask you for, would ask you for like their usual, and then sometimes they'd like make a small like joke here and there, and maybe even like drop a hint. Nah, oh, whenever I'm depressed, I'd I'd like to order a, I don't I, I don't know, um, goddamn Bloody Mary. Yeah, like whenever I'm depressed, um, I order a Bloody Mary, and then in like in a in a future uh, in a future interaction they just go into the bar all sad and shit and then you're, you're just given the choice to like, give them a drink you can choose any drink but then if you do like, give them the drink that they said earlier it just it just proceeds to unlock more of like the the person's the regular stories it's like persona but with drinks <laughs> smart and yeah. and you actually like it, it's all made up That's names. Nice. It's all made up mga ingredients because it's uh, you know, cyberpunk. You're in very, very high, hyper-capitalistic, hyper... Like, you know, the, the, the typical cyberpunk aesthetic, which is not the great gaps between the severe rich and the severe poor. And, you know, the use of augmentation, yeah. etc. Uh, and just seeing it all like, unfold before you. And the, all these people just going to the bar and then the, met with your friendly face and then you're gonna give them a drink and it's just my god it's simple and there is a gameplay loop but the fact that it's such a chill game it's really a chill game it at the very start they even encourage you to grab a beer and just enjoy <laughs> it's on the pc it's also on i think on the playstation somehow but it's a it's an indie game. There, it's a very very good game, and honestly, like hands down, if if like if the sequel comes out, I'm probably gonna get it again, because it's it's so good. It's it's also VN style, like a uh, visual novel style. Novel. Yeah. So yeah. And the title um, oh, it's Okay. Okay. V A. Dash one one for Val and then H A L L Hall A. So Valhalla. Cause that's the name of let's let's V A eleven H A L L 
A. So you you live in sector VA11 in the hall of A. Or not live, but but oh. that's where your your bar is. Yes, that's where yes. you're in. And it's oh my god. It's such a good game, honestly. I would I would just go on if I wanna like calm down myself, I'd I'd play this game. It's it's small, it's not big, the aesthetic is amazing, and it's even it it's aware of itself. And sometimes it can get a bit meta. But it's really like it's a work of passion talaga. And it, ugh, love it so much. How about you guys? Okay, it's five hundred pesos. Oh. Like, uh, <laughs> support support indie people, <laughs> guys. Damn, okay. Um, but uh, in your opinions, naman, like what's the like or not like to like, like mainstream games, Indian not indie games? No. Oh, like in general, mm. like the gaming community, the gaming scene right now. What do what's you think not to like about is like it. the positives and the negatives. The explosion of microtransactions. Since I hate <laughs> so much. No lie, no, no S- lie. Serious, I, was, I was really expecting that, honestly. I mean, we should be like legit. It sucks. Because imagine paying $60 for a full game. For, for full game. Like, it's the problem. Battlefield 4. You paid $60 for Battlefield 4. But to get the extra maps, you have to pay another well, $60. Because at launch, it mm, I get you. I, I guess microtransactions also include DLCs. Na rin. They, 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 yeah. that, it doesn't include yeah. but there are I think there should be a, an actual like right now the line is blurry but if it's actual like gigantic content like I think but it is like if it's like big maps talaga I, and it's like made post post launch I think there is some credence na you gotta pay a bit for it if it's like a big content update talaga but yeah, but shouldn't it be part of like the action? <laughs> I understand. I understand Dude, a lot for the full game already. One, I enjoyed Battlefield One so much. the French and the Russian DLCs were oh. were paid. As in, to actually access the French and Russian content, because you know important to World War One, huh? The French and the Russians, you have to pay. Another forty dollars just to access. Yeah, it. it's I'm like what the fuck? They're the most important it's people pretty, in the war. It's it's very predatorial. No, not yeah. gonna lie. Pero yeah, this y- yung malalapad doon. Because the French and the Russian DLCs introduced maps that actually changed the game. Like for example, so battle yung French DLC it included a map inside a French fort. Mm-hmm. Ibang iba siya sa other maps because it's in a French fort. So as a result, so brang intense in game. Close quarters. Kasi yeah, yeah. Close quarters fast. Yeah. That's isa pa. Isang map doon, Verdun. It changed the game kasi the last part of the map was up was an uphill battle towards the Germans. It changed the game kasi yun nga, it completely turned the game from the usual shooting each other into an actual attack and defense. Nag-iiba yung dynamics sa map na yun. And that sucks. Kasi it's behind legit, the paywall, like, essentially. It is, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. It sucks. 
microtransactions like what for me i understand the, the importance of microtransactions because i mean here i also am against microtransactions if you're paying for microtransactions for a game that's already 60 bucks i get that but for games like i don't know like for small scale games that the microtransactions come in as like okay they're they're like cosmetics and shit like that i think i can take that because that's where part of the revenue yeah, not pay to win at least yeah, like not if it's not paid to win, like like let's say Star Wars Battlefront two, then that was egregious. Like there, like, dude, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That, oh, yeah. that was so pity. Like how you could like, er, like very uh, early two K games. Mid, like I that... think mid middle of the game's life, Battlefront two did take out the microtransactions. Pero yeah, still, it was very shitty that they even included it in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't even know why they needed to. Like why did they just like. Like, why was there microtransactions literally to make the game basically pay to win, right? Like, you didn't because you got actual you got you got like the the characters like it's in a Darth Vader or like it's in a Boba Fett from the from the from the pay to win shit. Still, like, imagine you have to pay ten dollars to get the best version of Obi Wan. Because yeah, like, what the I fuck? Think... What lends itself <laughs> into this is usually na you can grind for it, but you cannot grind yeah. it. It's can. very hard. And and yeah, it, is it is very, very, very noticeable in uh with how they originally designed like, Battlefront 2. I say it was like sobrang yeah, hassle to get these to get all these different characters and such. But well you can just skip that and just you can just skip that by giving us like what ten bucks. And you get what what you yeah. have Obi Wan, and then I think it also preys on the fact that there exists casual gamers who have money to spend. Yeah, I mean, I agree with with what you guys said, and that's basically also my point when it comes to like microtransactions. When it's not when it's cosmetics and not pay to win, sure, because yeah, it's just- like Fortnite has microtransactions, right? And the microtransactions of Fortnite is basically just okay, you pay for skins. You pay for dances, you pay for that. Okay, fine. That that's all cool yeah. because Fortnite's free in, in its entirety, right? Yeah. It is. Or let's say Apex. It's about Apex, like what you guys like. What you pay for the what you pay there is for like you know for aesthetics. Then like you know. The- hey, I want my gun to look cooler. I want my skin to look cooler. Yeah, exactly. So for that, that's cool. Like Dude, I understand. See that. for COD. Yeah, it, like even for COD, right? for COD, for Modern Warfare, like the battle pass, yeah, it, it's. The Battle Pass is not... It, 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 there's even a free version of the Battle Pass. And you can still yeah. get the new guns through the Battle Pass. Yeah. 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 It's not even that hard of a grind, in all honesty. It isn't. It isn't at all. Like, it actually... It is. And Like, for COD, it's, it's really a good thing for me. I like what the new COD did, actually. Because the new COD was actually sold for, like, 60 bucks, right? So it's a 60 bucks yeah, game. It is. It's but at the same time, it was complete, though. Like, it was it was complete. It had everything. You didn't need to buy, like, DLCs or extra. It just gave you the game as it is. And I love that, you know? Hmm. But the only thing I had to spend for was, uh, no, was the cosmetics. Yeah. And I wish all games were like that. And, you know? The thing, you know, the thing sure. is that they have the Battle Pass system to give them revenue. Because let's say let's, let's, take, uh, let's have uh, Black Ops or you know the, the general all these games. The reason why they needed to have DLC maps is to not is to also gain more revenue, to gain more profit. Like they, it is. They did, they did make 
like okay, I'm, I, I'm not fully informed if they made those new maps post-launch or pre-launch. I'm pretty sure most of them are post-launch, naman. I, most of them are probably post. If, if they made it post-launch, like they made it, talaga, they started like working on the maps after the game launched. Okay, I can pre- pretty sure slightly justified naman na yun. You have to pay for the DLC maps. But the thing is, in the current COD, there's already like the battle pass. And the battle pass itself, it, it, it can get renewed every season. That's what's really keeping it alive, honestly. What that's what I love about it. The updates not don't not only brings more guns, it brings more more maps. Like there's yeah. so many more maps as composed as compared to like launch launch day modern warfare in like the the remake. <laughs> and yeah, oh my, dude, you're, like, you're right, you're right. So and I and that's probably the reason why they did they weren't being they weren't they didn't do an asshole move and shut off these new guns and these new maps in a paywall. Because because fact is the only thing that you are paying for in COD is really just like it's the battle pass and cosmetics. It's just to look cool. We most of gaming, at least in the mainstream, is just Towards aesthetic, towards fashion, and you know, okay, na rin. I'm. It's much better than pay to win. It's so much better than pay. To win. So much better. So much better. Hands down. It is. And imagine if they better, put shipment better, behind sure. the paywall, bro. There would, bro. there would be an actual outcry. No lie. It would. And be, then, yeah. the, if they're gonna put shipment remake, shipment remake behind the paywall, and it's still the same shipment that we're experiencing today, bro. <laughs> people are people, people are gonna feel people it's are over. Gonna feel robbed. It's over. Because the shipment, while it is yeah fun, for sure, it is not everyone's cup of tea. But still, imagine if you put that behind the paywall. That the thing is that most COD maps like are like you can't, you can't really super hate a COD map. Really, you can't. Because yeah. they're they're all pretty yeah. much. They're all pretty much like designed to be as enjoyable as, as, as uh, yeah. minimally possible. Usual three lane map. Well, it's always that. Yeah, but three I, lanes is good in number. I don't think that's not, that could necessarily be the case because I mean, when MW was released, right? A lot like they were trying to experiment with map layouts because mm-hmm. one one of you guys mentioned the three lane layout. <laughs> but then with this new COD, they tried to do something else. They were like, okay. What if we try to like put more like areas or like try to like not make it three lanes so it becomes more unique, right? But what ended up happening yeah. was a lot of the maps ended up becoming super campy because there's so much whole like so much areas where you can like you know yeah. in, the in the in the new game in the multiplayer yeah like yeah, yeah. in the multiplayer people are complaining complained about how the maps were Camp- geared toward campers yeah it was right? it, it, it yeah was. and I think it felt empty I've Honestly, I've only had luckily. I've had like one or two cases where literally no I quote unquote I've seen no one in the map. And this this was like what like in, in shoot house, which is weird because shoot house is usually where everyone's like gung ho. And but then it was like it, it, it wasn't <laughs> yeah, like about true. the map in this one, but it's an anecdote lang na it was such a it was such a weird moment. Na, like almost everyone, or at least the enemy team, were 
Like the whole enemy team. The fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, like one shoot house of any of any speaking, map. Pa. Yeah. And it it's actually so agree. Like the camping is actually really insane in COD. Like people like people would love to play a style where you know old COD MW2, MW3, Black Ops, where everyone's just rushing around the map, right? And then there's like just one guy who's probably lagging. That's why he's camping or something like that. But now it's literally if you're not camping, your KD is gonna be lower than one. That's what's gonna happen. That's true. Honestly, okay, no lie. As someone who rushes, that's, that's a guy. Talaga, my yeah, my KD is like barely reaching one, if if at all, zero point nine one or something. But like no lie, the camping is a problem. <laughs> but you know, it's it's it how is. people play. We can't really control it. Fair speaking of like three lane games, like what I, do you think about like, I, the Dota? Oh, I don't know what uh, to say here because I, I don't oh. play Dota. As someone who's been friends with people who are super into it, all I can uh, say is that it's a black hole and it's toxic, especially for LOL. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. So I've actually played LOL for over eight years now. All right, and I've basically been so into the game i have so much skins in all my characters i think every character i have every champion i have has at least one skin oh, i can say that at least even characters I have eight years that's very believable yeah yeah and i've definitely spent more than five digits on that game <laughs> not gonna lie jesus that's an accumulation of eight years okay <laughs> like to put it into perspective i have 525 skins out of 800 or 900 it's more that's than a lot <laughs> And here's the thing. That's a lot. It's not just the cheap 50 peso skins, right? It's like the skins that are worth 1k. Like, I have a skin that's worth 5k, actually. Oof. Like, dragon lore levels. Yeah, like, like, literally, like, I really spent a lot in that game. And I'm gonna tell you this. It's cosmetic. It's purely like cosmetic. Purely cosmetic. There's nothing yeah. there. Okay, here's the okay. thing, okay? So, I would say that it's purely cosmetic, but I will tell you this. There are some skins, though, where if you wear them, the like the gap or like your skills actually have a higher chance of hitting because it's like the hitbox is bigger because of the design of the character you get. Oh. So it's like the, mm. the, it could it could actually be a blessing if you're the one it. using it because like let's say your skill shot you're gonna throw it and it CCs or casts like a spell which stuns an enemy right, mm. but your character. Yeah. Because of the skin, it the projectile that it throws is a lot a lot bigger than it should be. So yun, parang it hits more. On the other hand, there are some skins though where if you wear them, they look cute and all, but there's their width is smaller. So like it's it's cute, but it it's harder to play the game. Yeah, it's detrimental. So, it's detrimental. But in terms of like the whole what I think about the games like LOL and Dota, I agree with you guys in the saying that it is sort of a black hole because you know, people people are very toxic in League. Like, I'll just put it like that. People are so toxic in League and in Dota. They're just so toxic. Like, every every form of toxicity could be seen there. From racism, smart shaming, calling my mom ugly, calling my dad stupid. You know, every, everything, like, anything under the sun. <laughs> One of the few said. gaming sanctuaries I see. Yeah. Okay, so, no. LOL is basically just, really just this game of tox- like toxicity where you can just expect anyone to say whatever they want to say. Like, it's not surprising anymore what people will say in League. 
And the, the sad part is the game is actually really, really fun because it's a team game where if you have friends around with you, it's so fun to like think of ways how to win, to come up with wacky team comps to win the game. And it's just sad where if you're winning the game, the enemies will still be toxic to you, which is really sad. And then at the same time, when you're losing, the enemies are more toxic to you. So it's even worse. So like, yeah. for me, the game is like such a double-edged sword because if you win, yeah, you do feel pumped. You feel really good about yourself. But when you lose, it just feels so sad and so heartbreaking, you know? Mm-hmm. And because it's because people will rub it in your face that, oh, you fucked up. You're, you suck, you know? Especially like... You're, you become dissuaded from learning mechanics of the game because you want to stick to what you know because you don't want to look like the people or the target for all the trash talkers there. Oh, yeah, look at this um character. Look at this Ash over here feeding 07. Meanwhile, you, the Ash, you're just trying to learn the game, pick up the game, become better at using Ash because, you know, you don't pick up a character in one day and like, oh, I'm a god at this character. Yeah, for sure. So, like, so yun yung parang think on because it is a, a game that's been there for a while, Sure, it's beginner friendly, but yeah, parang beginner friendly. You sure? <laughs> sure about? Are you sure about? I, 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 one thing, uh, controversial statement? Question mark? No, 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 Just well, pwede naman in the sense, it's a, it's not so hard to pick it up, I think. But then the thing, naman with that is, I can see the point where you're coming there, where you're coming from there, because I do see a lot of people from like high elo create Smurfs because Smurfing is a popular thing to do to like make a second account for yourself. Yeah, I, I know someone with like three accounts. Yeah. So like, <laughs> hey, who doesn't love smurfing? Uh, not me. Yeah. I've, I've never smurfed before. Like literally, but, you see a guy that's level 12 who plays like he's a god at the game and you know, like, yeah, that guy's, that guy's for real. Like that guy's not level 12. That guy's like level like 200 yeah, This plus. is a smurf account, hella. Yeah. This fucker smurfing. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, with the league, like, with league itself. Like, I've casted a couple of, like, league games. It's pretty it's pretty fun, and, like, there's so much things to pick up out of it. Like, analysis-wise, like, it's fun for people to watch because, like, especially if you understand it, it's really fun to watch. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's really just a fun game. Also, Dota. Like, I'm pretty sure Dota is also, like, a super popular game. Jesus, they had, like, yeah, a, it is. a tournament. Oh, like. Dota is the OG. Like they had a tournament. Dota never dies, bro. Yeah, and like they had a tournament where they earned like millions of like dollars, right, or something like that. Um, for the, I'm not, I'm not for sure. The, 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 oh. Dude, the, yeah, I think the price was fifty million. Fifty million, yeah, yeah, like around that. Like that's crazy for for an online game. That's crazy. Even league, league, league has the most viewers, I think, in like Twitch or like in streaming sites right now. Most a lot of people stream league. You know, other Warzone and stuff. You know, it's I remember when I play, when I play LOL and Dota, I I go to the mid clash, and my only items are recipes. I don't even know how to fix up recipes yeah. in yeah. those kinds of games. Yeah, like na tetrasto kalagi. Yeah, I don't know how many times mm. I've been called Vovo. <laughs> like the letter V. <laughs> Bro, Bobo is the tamest thing they can ever say. Not gonna lie. Yeah, that's well, like famous words are Vovo, Tanga, Bobo, Putangina mo. Like, so yeah. it's, it's, like the, it's the typical Filipino gamer yeah, language. Like that. Or like, Pag mga lol talaga. Wag ka na maglaro. 
ano ka lang, bobo ka lang, you know, ano? parang ganun, sad. And there's definitely some worse things that they can say that we cannot say here because yeah, if we yeah. do that, we would be sued. Yeah, like... Yeah, we, we would probably have a harder, way harder time to be monetized. Yeah, yeah that's but, true. But again, going back, actually, that's an interesting point to, to, uh, to leave on. Trash-talking has been pretty prevalent in a lot of games, be it Western or, you know, Eastern. Like, we have Call of Duty on the Western side, very infamous for the lobbies and for the amount of trash, trash talking that is that happens there. And then, you know, we have this example, this prime example of trash talking within, within like, LOL or MOBA, MOBAs, etc., like okay, what's what are you guys' opinions on trash talking? It's um, uh uh-huh. well, it's it's just like the competitive nature of people, but sometimes it's just you know there's supposed to be a limit, then because eh? it's mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's a game. It is just a game. Like you have, like I know some people really do make their like. They revolve their life around the game, and someone do make some people do make careers out of it. I recognize that, and it's very much legal and valid careers. Pero at the same time, it doesn't. You can argue that that doesn't give you the reason to be an asshole. <laughs> oh, definitely. Right? Yeah, that's definitely. True. I mean, as hyped as you can be when you're playing a game, as much as emotions run, it doesn't excuse being an asshole. Legit, mm-hmm. like, I mean, like, I mean, feel can I, I can understand that mana sobrang ano in kasalaro that you want to win and that yeah shit. of course competitive spirit and all that but it doesn't excuse you know saying some very fucked up shit I, I said oh yeah when when it goes the line yeah for sure I agree what, yeah. like, like for you guys what is the line uh when it when it goes past. When it goes past you, I'd say, like, when it's, when it's actual legitimate side comments about like your parents or your mother, like, you can also say na something about like your status as, you know, like uh, the typical oh you're adopted etc. Like those are external factors na, for sure it it can trigger people. But at the same, ah, it's weird because personally, I, I don't fully encourage trash talking, but I still love it so much. You especially when you're you personally, you know. really, like, yeah, especially when you're at the top, like you're beating someone. It's still, it's still fun to trash talk when you're at the bottom. Yeah. It's just fun to trash talk. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, I'm, dude. I will be. I, feel... I will be like completely honest. It feels you're sad saying, when you're trash talking when you lost. Because you're you're just grasping at what you can get, but it doesn't yeah. change the fact that you got But at the very least, you're ex- you're expressing anger in one way or another. I don't know. When you when you trash talk and you lost, you're salty. That's yes, what you it are. Means. You're salty and you're trash talking. You're just salty. And honestly, like I think my genuine principle when it comes to trash talking. Because, you know, I understand if it's banter. You know, it's like, 
how you suck. You know, like, especially with friends, like, how you suck. Or, like, there's like, the the you guys talked about a line. I think the line starts to happen, uh, like, when you said, when you guys said, like, when it comes personalan, you know, like, they bring up personal stuff into it. Hmm, or, personal. like, or when they bring, like, let's say, because trash talking is so, like, there's no line that some people will cross it. Like, some people will literally go to race, will bring up your social status, will bring up your ethnicity even. Like, everything. Like, everything is a target for the trash talking. Like, here, like, in, like, I hate to use LOL again as an example, because LOL has so much examples. But LOL... <laughs> LOL is <laughs> fucked up, bro. When you speak English and LOL, you're gonna get trash talked. Because, you know, because... Parang you're feeling matalino or something like that. Or wow, or like nosebleed. Parang ganin yung sasabihin nila. Like it's so, like okay, I can speak a language. I mean, sure. Doesn't mean that I'm better than you. Parang they're trying to push the, you're acting better than me because yeah, you speak yeah. a language. And I it's, you. Parang yun yung tipong it's hmm. annoying. Like that's that's where you're like, okay, medyo nakasira na siya ng mood or nakasira na siya ng ganun. And also trash talking in the sense of like, you know, when you're, literally like getting on someone for making mistakes like super super like small mistakes in the game and you're like and then you're literally gonna egg them on the whole game because there's such a thing as consistent trash talking where you're like from minute one you're trash talking this guy until minute 30 of the game uh, gonna... that's just super laser but at the same time I okay, but mong keep saying that at the same time. But <laughs> go lang. Um I still want to emphasize rin na for for both sides it is still just a game. It, like, it like even if you win or you is. lose for for the most part for most casual players it is still just a game. And yeah, win or lose win, win or lose wala, doesn't talaga. change anything. And doesn't change with, with trash talking. Uh, of course, I still don't promote. I really don't promote, like going after, like race and being like straight up, like like etc. Yet, it's still like, it's it's a really touchy. It's it's like a it's like a landmine, honestly. Like this topic concerning how. When do you know to let things go? Parang ganun. Like, to let it go na parang it's just the game. It's just a game. Either it as, is... as someone who is trash-talking or as someone who is being trash-talked to. Kasi, honestly lang, if you, if you don't like what you're hearing from people, you can just quit the lobby. It is. You can just, I don't know, maybe chill out in another in another game or maybe do some campaign yeah. like like there there is more than just one side talaga there's it's more than just saying that oh for, mm. for the whole for me for me lang at least like i guess it, the problem yeah it kills the game because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. legit like people want to play that game but if people are toxic people are not gonna play that game and that doesn't just hurt the developers, it hurts the, yeah, the player base. Yeah, general. the player base. Sure. I mean, especially if you attack like the actual, like, in, like for example, intellect of someone, or like it's not even related to the game anymore. It's, Dude, it's a different story. Mm. You're trash talking a lion that shouldn't be crossed. 
Well, yeah, because if you're gonna trash talk, because with my definition of what trash talking should yeah. be, it should be like just about the game. Yeah. Because mm. along the lines of the game, because if you're gonna be competitive, if you're even gonna say bobo to someone, for example, mm-hmm. it's about how they strategize. But it's not their actual intellect as a person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's what differentiates personal yeah. and mm-hmm. actual just plain trash talking, See, which is fine. Y- y- the problem is eh, personal lahat eh. Like yeah. legit, when you're like playing a game like that, tapos pinapersonal lahat, lahat sinasabi nila, yeah, it, eh, it's fucked up. It's pretty fucked up. <laughs> oh, very. Yeah. It's super fucked up. And I think I just want to add to what everyone said in the sense that I actually advocate for like even the newer, the new people, like for people who haven't touched video games or not super gamers, I actually want video games to be like this sort of avenue where it's just read- readily available to everyone, right? But yeah. what people popularize in media is like, oh, look at this um, guy who's raging at a game. Oh, look at this guy who's like trash talking everything like that. People will just get so turned off from it, you know? People will be like, grab naman, he's so competitive. Parang ganun, he's too competitive. Parang he's no fun, killjoy naman. And parang with that, like, I don't want that to be like the general, like, overview of games because there's a lot of people like that you know like a lot of people na ganyan yung tingin nila sa games that they're like holy shit ganun so i just want i just hate it where trash talking can actually dissuade new players from playing it or like as soon as they start playing the game you know they're slowly getting into it and then they go, they run across a couple of assholes who are like oh you're you're a fucker you shouldn't play this game you suck you have no future parang ganun like that will just like like personally for me I experienced that in League 2, where someone literally like trash talked me to the point where I actually didn't want to play anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was like when yeah. I was new to the game. And luckily for me, with the support of some friends who still encouraged me to keep playing, and for me, you know, I was able to get past that, you know, and I still play the game. See? Uh, but at the same time, it's still like this toxic environment. I'll admit, it's still toxic uh, to this day. Probably more toxic than it was before than it was like before, actually. Yep. It hurts and the game more. It's interesting, and it, actually. Yeah. In terms of the, you know, the, the toxicity can dissuade, and the trash talking can certainly turn off people from it. But why is it na something like COD or something like LOL, which is very prevalent talaga, it's one of the things that they are infamous for, it's still yeah. one of the top games nowadays. And I think what attributes that the most is like the excess of competitiveness mm-hmm. of players. And like, I mean, I'm not saying that competitiveness isn't a bad thing, but that's going to be a side effect to it. Especially if they feel, for example, their teammates are a burden to them rather than an aid for them to win. Mm-hmm. I guess because like some games... Toxicity isn't like a whole part of it, like Call of Duty. You're toxic lang naman dun yung search and destroy. Eh. Technically. Like you can just play domination and just don't deal with the problems. Yeah, really. Domination can be Pero like sa lol, every game, even casual, is toxic. And that's the problem. Because when the whole community is toxic, not a specific part of it, you don't ka na mapapatigil eh. Unlike COD, 
pag nag-cod ka, oh, toxic, oh, different game na lang. Pero pag lol, there's a good chance that the next game is probably going to be more toxic than the game you just I think, but I think in lol din kasi, there's a credence because every role is important. That mm, important. Totoo. That you have to really be specific in terms of each role. Especially on the lane system. Yeah. For sure. Totoo. Kasi there's, it's very... Uh, it's very objective-centric talaga eh. It doesn't matter how many kills you get as long as you win, honestly. Yeah. And you can argue for the KD ratio, etc. But at the same time, LOL is still a very, like, it's still a very high-profile game despite the toxicity. And and with all this, um, with all this discourse na, and, um, Concerning that trash, trash talking and toxicity will and can like dissuade people from playing the game. Why is it na these games are still like top high profile? Why are they still there? Well, yeah, my two cents about it is like, yeah, I think with what I mentioned, there is some importance in their role, so they feel like. They have power, yeah. So they they play more because they have like more control of the game than they like other games that they don't have much Totoo, control. Ayun. Like a team deathmatch game, right? But yung yeah, parang in lol and compared to a domination game in COD, doesn't matter how much you're a burden in domination, you can still yeah. win. But if you're a quote unquote feeder in a lol GG. game. <laughs> There's there's bigger credence in that, mm-hmm. and I think that's what keeps lol popular, even if it's toxic, because of the importance yeah. of your own role. You there. feel you feel like you matter, mm-hmm. and as a result, yeah. it gives you like the excuse to shit on everyone. I mean, I think games like that are still popular because I mean, I put it out there a while ago where I had an experience where. The people trash talk me and it stopped me from playing the game. But there's also a, a different side of that story, you know. Like at that point, I became so fired up to become so good at the game that you that don't want to be trash talked. Nah. To be that it's my it's me now who's gonna be up on the pedestal. It's me that's gonna look down on you. Like people have this like, okay, I'm gonna get so strong that I'm gonna have my own revenge where I'm gonna be the one that's going to be you know, popping off. I'm the one that's going to be you know, the guy that's 16-0, the guy with all the items that's one-shotting people. Mm-hmm. Like, they want to be that guy. And I think that's how the game is still also popular. Like, how games like that are also still, like, going on right now. The concept of, like, you want to be better than everyone. And people have yeah. fired you up. Competit- competitiveness. Yeah. It's the competitive nature. It's competitiveness, yes. Definitely that. And at the same time, I guess it's also, like, using the fire, you know, to fuel you. For sure. Yeah, I think that's and, like the practical use of the two sides of what competitiveness can be. Yeah, out. for sure. Like, talaga, because you know you can be sportsmanship. You can be you can be a sportsman talaga. You can be a GG guys. Uh, I, good game, even though you lost, maganon. Or good game, even though you you won, etc. But as as someone who is also human. It does feel nice to shit on other people. Yeah. Like, like, honestly, like really, I don't go overboard, naman. Maybe, okay, admittedly, one or two times back when I was still new to the whole thing. But now it's just more of like, 
<laughs> like like just laughing or just GG bro, what were you doing? Asin ginagawa lang yun when the other teams are stress talking and they still lost. Kasi like ah, yeah, if, there's if, also those. If, if kasi they trash talk and I lost, I'm like, okay, fine, I lost na man, who cares? But if they trash talk, because recently like a whole squad of Filipinos in the other teams of search and destroy. Tapos like whole squad sila. Tapos parang ani minumukan nila eh. Ha mga bobo ganun. But the other team could understand it because I think they were like Taiwanese, Hong Kong, Chinese, Singaporean, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I get you. I they get don't you. understand it. Tapos like I, we completely shot on them. Like straight up they couldn't get a kill. Like siguro we had more kills. Like the half of their kills doesn't equate to the amount of kills we got. Yeah. Yeah. Sobrang bad. Like they're so bad. Tapos gagawa na, ah, bobo, bobo pa rin kayo, ganun, ha? Bobo pa rin kayo, ganun, parang ganun. Tapos sinabi ko, makatrustok naman, talo pa rin, ha, ha, bobo. Nagalit sila, sinend ako ng PM. Wait? <laughs> oh, oh. Sabi, uh, ano yung sabi nila? Sabi nila, makatrustok, eh, ano ba? Makatrustok, wala namang pambayad sa microphone, bobo, ganun. <laughs> sabi nila. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's also a source of entertainment. It's really humorous. Honestly, here's the thing: like if you've been trash talked enough, sometimes it just doesn't phase you anymore, and sometimes yeah. it's just funny. It's just funny. Like, it's just like, funny. Like I've got it trash talked in all languages already. I think I got trash talked in Russian, <laughs> Chinese, Japanese. Like I had a Chinese guy. Mister Worldwide. Yeah, like some some <laughs> Chinese guy told me to eat. My mom's pears or his mom's pears or something like that. Is this, is this Chonima? Oh, yeah. Then there was this one guy who trash talked me by telling me relationship advice, which was really weird. I don't know why. He was like, Mr. Mr. Viper, you must only have one wife and you will live a happy life after I really beat on his team. And I'm like, okay. Don't know where that came from. Probably like, telling you to get a life. And then there's this one guy. There's a funny ex- exchange I had with this dude. This guy was like, man, these guys probably haven't seen the sun after like we did 200 to 20 in domination, right? We dominated yeah. them really hard. Mm. Oh, I was. Yeah. And then the guy was like, they haven't seen the sun. And I was like, bro, you probably have Corona. Because they saw the sun now, the bus of bro Corona, bro. Like, <laughs> like, like, can we you know, see that? Like, I haven't seen the sun, bro. You'll have Corona if you see the sun right now, dude. Stay at home, stay safe. Social distancing, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like legit. Like, it's it's really just the source of some funny exchanges, you know, when people clap at each other and it's like banter, or you make it into banter rather than you make it something that's for you. you yeah. Get, it's one of the very few avenues that you get you get to really see some rare insults. Yeah. Yeah. So true. And I think especially how important being strong-willed with playing online yes. games is yeah. has become a requirement it's, it's now. For competitive games for sure. Mine like something like Minecraft, yeah. depending on the server na lang talaga. But for the most part, most like high profile servers, very chill or at least you, you you, you can't really like fuck each other up so very like you just want to work with each other but then with something like mine with something like i was about to say minecraft again oh yeah minecraft but like your arena style like those can get very yeah it's a different story. that's a whole different story for sure for sure then you have cod then you have lol like 
<laughs> of course, competitive games, team versus team. And just, my God, like, of course, we, we all gotta let steam up, let, let the steam off some, somehow. Yeah. But yeah. It's just steam off. Yeah. It's a, gotta let the steam off, but Jesus Christ. Pick and choose. Don't, don't throw the fire on another person. Yeah, pick, pick and choose. Yeah, pick and choose in, like, in terms of where, how you want to say it. And yeah. when you're gonna say it? Because if you're if 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 you've been like in a streak of losing matches, and then you're in the, in the, you're in your final match, and you re, you were like what zero kills and like what one capture on domination, and you had like what twenty one deaths, and then you just kept trash talking everyone. That's when you exploded. Yeah, that's like, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of if you do that. Yeah, and I mean context matters. Context, it's, it's very funny. It's very very funny for the enemy team to see you just screaming. Yeah, sometimes sometimes it's just when you try to trash talk people, they'll just laugh at you because you're the one that's looking stupid. And at the same time, honestly, sometimes you just have to start looking at yourself when it comes to where the fault is. Like that. Like, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're zero twenty, 0-20, it can't possibly beca- be because your teammates suck. Or yeah, because they in- probably yeah, it's probably playing well. You're bad. Probably you're bad or you need to freaking improve. Yeah, you know? for like, sure. It's not always yeah. someone else's fault. You know, take credence. Take Take the blame. Take responsibility. Like, for sure. Yeah, like, I messed up. You know, like, that. that's my fault, guys. Sorry, you know? <laughs> that's true. But, Yun, I guess with that, we just want to tell our, our listeners, please, choose your battles wisely. Don't, that's true. Don't be a piece of shit. Yeah. End of the day, don't be an asshole. Don't be a piece of shit. Everything. And it's just the game. Just calm the, the day. end of the day. Bro, just calm the fuck down. Just calm the fuck down. Lahu lang to. You you yeah, play video games game. to calm down, not to get more pissed yeah. than you originally That's were. True. And with that, um, I'd say that we have made probably the longest episode of Woo! our podcast today. Today, currently. Yeah. <laughs> and- All right. Thank you guys for listening and. Shout out to the people listening in where Massachusetts, USA. Yeah. People in, I don't know if I'm butchering this city, Thuringia, Germany. And Thuringia. yeah, Ooh. Thuringia, Germany. Wow. We, we, have, we have German listeners. We have German listeners. Hello. And we, ha- we are finally on apple podcast as well so after we now few, after we many are now weeks. not just on six platforms we are on seven seven Woo! platforms <laughs> so uh thank you again everyone for listening to us nerds talk about video games on this episode that was the three stooges podcast signing off Woo! thank you <laughs> again tristan for being a very fantastic guest yeah. as well. And we'd like, we'd like, of course, to thank Tris, our fantastic guest. Yeah. Uh, like, genuinely, it's been, a, it's been a pleasure to be around you guys. Um, I hope I can stop by again, you know? <laughs> for sure, man. For <laughs> sure. Yeah, for sure. Sure, my guy. All right. <laughs>